you. Hell no, nah, really I don't. I'm scared. I'll now. teach you. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> hey man, we went we went crazy with some Red Bull and uh some Jaeger. Uh, we got that cranberry uh Red Bull. Yeah, don't fucking do that because it tastes way too good. Welcome back to another le- episode of Let's Talk It's So Easy. I'm Greg, here with Matt Shelby. And introducing for the first time, we have Jose. 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 I was. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, man. Uh, welcome. Welcome. Uh, I don't know. You want to. Nobody really. Or we know you, but you've never been on before. So. Sure, sure. If you want to introduce or say something about Yeah, I'm yourself. currently an undergrad at Texas Tech University. I'm studying political science, hoping to go to law school one day. Don't know where. I uh, haven't really figured that part out. Um, I know these guys from high school. They were two years older than me the whole time. Uh, yeah, and I still try to keep up with Greg as much as I can. I know we're both Lakers fans, and we share that. Hell yeah, let's go. We're suffering together in this like really sucky period in <laughs> yep. transition without hey, Kobe. We're almost out. I can see the light at the end of the tunnel, though. I do, too. So, yeah. I mean, we're almost there, but yeah. Do, do you have faith in Lonzo still? I mean, this year wasn't really like the year we all projected he was going to have. It was just kind of like, you know, Donovan Mitchell showed up, and everybody forgot about good old Lonzo. I will, I will say some one thing. Freaking Ben Simmons. It's the same. Okay, if you put there, of course, Ben Simmons is like a better scorer. Sure. Right? But they have the same problems, and Ben Simmons gets no criticism for it. Like, they can't, they don't have a jump shot? Yeah, basically. They can't shoot, and they can't shoot free throws, but then Ben Simmons is like the next LeBron. Well, the thing about Ben Simmons is he's got Joel Embiid. Exactly. And a, a good shooter supporting him, whereas, like, Lonzo, he's like the whole show right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, like, I understand, and I hope Magic Johnson figures it out. But, uh, like I said, that's uh, one of the cherishes I've had. I played football with Matthew uh, pretty much the one year in high school since we kind of got a little screwed over with the whole school we went to and nobody really being interested in it. And uh, I know Shelby for a long time as well. So, yeah, that's that's me. And uh, glad to be on the show. <laughs> what were you saying, Matt? What were you saying? You're, you're, gonna, you're talking some shit over there? If I was talking shit, you would hear it. But you told me to shut the fuck up. So that's Son of I'm a bitch. <laughs> this was a good podcast. This is all I'm going to say. All right. Bye. What a bitch. <laughs> it is what it is. He said that was only his first beer, but... uh, this is, That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> don't worry about it. Shall we? Don't worry about it. Look, I'm not going to be judgmental. Everyone needs to day drink every now and then. This is my night. I was going to say, say, this is like basically his night. So, So what time do you get off again? I got off at 10. What time did you go in last night? Midnight. Damn. Yeah. Relatively short night? No. Oh, compared to (laughs) like. Compared to like, yeah. Before then, yeah. (laughs) Getting off at 3 in the afternoon. Holy fuck. Yeah, such balls. Did you go in at 12 last week, too? Yeah. Fuck that. Sorry. It's a night job. I like working graveyard shift. I don't like working during the days. So you spend most of your days sleeping, or? Sometimes. You still end up? I still go fishing, you know, do all the regular stuff, pay bills, kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) 
Well, I mean, it's a lot easier if I have if I have days. You got to think of it this way. Um, I can get off work if I need to go pay something. I can go pay something. I don't have to worry about, you know, not being able to get off work in time to go pay a bill or or have to worry spend my days off going and paying a bill. Or if I need to pick up stuff that I need for my truck or around the house, and I can just go pick that up, not have to worry about it. So around this hour for you, it's kind of like four in the morning for us, right? Does it feel that way? Or? No, it's more like you're nine o'clock, ten. So it's like the morning for you. Or you like, mean at night? At night. Okay. Oh. Nine o'clock, ten at night. So you're just getting, you're just going out. So you're, so it's almost your bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. my bedtime is like four. But I'm like, I'll, I'm gonna stay up all day today, but <laughs> and go to work at three in the morning. Ah, fuck. Yeah, fuck that. Fuck. Boy, you crazy. Fuck. Have I said it enough times? Fuck. (laughs) What? I mean, you guys act like you've never pulled an all-nighter. I've never done it. You've never pulled an all-nighter? No. No, I believe that. Never mind. She gets tired (laughs) at like nine, eight. Hey, that's not true. Okay? I... It depends. Look, if we're going out and I'm like set and I'm good, like, I can be good. But at the same time, I've never had like any... At three, you crash. No, I don't. You did last time. Was that on my birthday? <laughs> yeah. Okay, that was at three o'clock. She was like, I, "I gotta go home and sleep." I had a lot of shots that night. Yeah, you did. Which I said, so. "Stop." No more, Shelby. Wait, it's your birthday. Okay, you can have another. It's almost my birthday. Again. I'll drive your car. <laughs> That's true. Party. Shelby had a good. Are we time. having a party, Shelby? For my birthday? Yeah. I'm trying to think. Of stuff to do. I think we should go out next weekend. Oh shit. I can't next weekend oh, anyways. I got oh. a wedding to go to. Oh. Bachelor party on Friday. Who's uh the guy I worked with at the prison? Damn. Yeah. We actually became really close and uh yeah. So bachelor party on Friday night. Just get up at B in Pampa at eleven. He's gonna get married at one. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. I don't... He likes to drink, so we'll see Yeah, a lot how it goes. I always think, like, when I hear about people our age, like, getting married, I'm like, damn, like, I'm nowhere even near ready for that type of commitment, like, that type of anything, like, no. He's two years older than us. Give me a... I need more... I need time. I know what you mean. (laughs) Jose, do you feel like getting married? I do not, no. Um... (laughs) I have too much of my life ahead of me mm-hmm. to make that kind of <laughs> No, you were about to say, fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> I know that look. I mean, I wouldn't consider myself the fuck it up kind of person, but uh, yeah, I, I definitely get what you mean. Um, uh, apparently, that's what they say at boot camp. It's like, don't fuck up your life and get married. Yeah, I've, I've heard. That's, that's what my buddy was telling me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's then, sad. And then, I mean, I want to uh, get married one day, but just not now. Somebody, somebody raised their hand and said, what if you already fucked up, drill sergeant? Then you just got to deal with it. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, what do you, what do you think about a nineteen year old or eighteen year old? Okay, just I don't know about of, that. Just getting out of high school and getting married. I know a few of those. I mean, initially, I'm like, you probably don't know what you're doing, but I mean, you really don't know. Like everybody has their own life and they mm-hmm. have their own experiences. So for some people, they make it work and they surprise you. I don't know how many like 
50 year olds or professors that I know that will tell me, yeah, you know, got married straight out of high school and I'm a professor and I'm teaching you. So obviously I'm doing better than y'all, you know, so you can never really know. Honestly doing better than y'all. I think it is. It's crazy when you think about it. I don't know. There's a girl that I work with who's my age. She's 21 and she's been married for two years already. Like it's freaking crazy, but like she's super happy and things are really good for her. So, you know, it's like just different people, I guess. But like, I just know me personally, like, I'm not ready for that yet, you know? If you believe in, like, destiny and that kind of thing, I could see, like, yeah, maybe you'll be 12 and you'll find that one person <laughs> for you. But maybe, you know, for most of us, we'll probably be, like, in our 30s and, you know, might, we might have found that person and we might haven't, you know? It's just it's just one of those things. For mm-hmm. each person, it's different. Everybody's going to figure it out. They're going to have their life lessons and figure out how to love the right time, I guess. That's just not me, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Also, it doesn't help if you're, like, not in a relationship like me, so. <laughs> the time will come. I know, exactly. The but he's fucking retired, come. so. And he's married. And I know. Kids. God damn it, dude. Who's this? It's fine. Kobe. It's oh. okay. Just yeah. a challenge. But yeah. speaking no, I'm just of kidding. Like people who haven't figured out, Jason Tatum. I, I know y'all probably aren't that. Basketball. Basketball. But he's, like, younger than me. Holy hell, he's yeah. In the, he was in the conference finals in the NBA. Pressure. So about people figuring it out. Like, yeah, that how, makes me feel like how, crap. How old are you? I'm 20. And okay. he's, he's also <laughs> 20, but like a few months older. But just the fact that, you know, there's people in the conference finals in the NBA. Like, you're right. Like, yeah, just yeah. somebody who pisses excellence, man. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> and just exactly. works hard. He's just, oh, that and dude. It, just think of like the, even like in life, like think of like you're the most under pressure situation. You have to pay a bill. You have to like do something and then like come through like our age or like pay like a, a house bill or something or pay like something or at work you have like a big project or something like keep on coming up like clutch. That's like basically like maybe not the equivalent, but I mean like at his field of work, like that's the same thing. It's like, I can't like, I don't even know. Do you like that? That's crazy to be put under that much pressure to like carry a team, basically be like leading scorer, lead, like be like the lead dog alpha dude at that, like at that age, that's crazy. I don't, I, I think know. if you if you put so much not pressure or anything like that, but if you if you take it, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. I'm thinking. Like my your mindset. Yeah, it's like you if you set your mind like say people who um, take calculus when they're in like fifth grade or something like that. You know they've already learned it. I mean they did just put their their head to it and you get it done. You I think know? it's just people like the way that people like face different challenges is like people some people are raised up in that like they're used to that like they need that like something to push them some type of drive like people that are raised like not ever having to face any type of difficulty challenge like anything like they're obviously not gonna be able to handle that type of pressure but that just kind of shows you like the way (coughs) that he like was come up like obviously like he's used to that type of situation that he can like handle himself and perform what happens if you take those situations away from him you think they'd still be able to live their life i say take away the team he can't play basketball no more do you think he'll be able to still i don't know apply that in the real world we talked about lawns earlier and how he in a way underachieved and you know tatum was obviously in a better team but at the same time it's it's my whole point is i look at people who are my age and are already famous and already successful it's just like man does it, does it sometimes feel like there's something wrong with your life for not being as successful? Like, you, we all were born, like, kind of same time, you know, same lifetime. Yeah. So it's just, like, you look at these people, and I don't know if you should feel like, oh, I can do it now. Like, these are examples that tell you, like, oh, yeah. you know, you can be successful in life. Or these are people that 
kind of piss you off for like being so successful already do you, do you think it's like, the the hand you were dealt kind of thing oh absolutely i mean <laughs> yeah. like six what six nine six, six yeah so yeah if i were that tall i'm sure i would try very hard at basketball too <laughs> but yeah uh, th- definitely has something to do with it and i mean he also worked extremely hard you can't take that away from him. yeah that's true so but uh, it also like in a way it inspires others and i'm sure it'll inspire like a lot of like tall people in the world that they should also try extremely hard to be as good as they can with like like you said the hand they were dealt you're that tall and that athletic like you or just, I mean, or just to be thrown in because he's like first year he's a rookie i mean if you get thrown into something that's also like it's like oh jason Tatum, hey, he's first time around you know i can do this first time or whatever it is yeah i mean look what happened to dad well exactly. <laughs> similar situation <laughs> yeah. he's a little older than us so yeah. I can still be a Dak, I guess. Not not quite twenty-three. <laughs> yeah, just don't just don't years. just don't have a sophomore slump, all right? I'll tell you that right now, please. So speaking of like basketball, did y'all watch game one? I know game two of the finals are today. Like tomorrow. Game it's one tomorrow, of the finals. Right? I thought game two was tomorrow. Uh, either, either way, it's either way. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's gonna happen. It's, it's, good. it's happening it's sometime happening. to this weekend. Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh, what's that? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I just know Golden State won. Well, so I don't know if Matthew watched the game, but nah, I, I watched the beginning. Yeah, there's about five seconds left, and uh, I think I heard. The, yeah, the Cavaliers are down one. Uh, George Hill shoots two free throws. He makes the first one. He misses the second, and an eighty percent, eighty percent free throw shooter. By the yeah, way, he should have made both. Did you see that there was a lane violation though yeah. on that free throw? So yeah. he should have got another one. Anyhow. Yeah, there's a lot of <laughs> a, 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 lot of, a lot of shit happens, you know, bullshit. The important part is J.R. Smith gets the rebound with about five seconds left, and instead yeah. of passing it out or you know taking trying his to take a shot before overtime. Yeah, before overtime, okay. he dribbles the ball out really far away from the goal, like yeah. kind of the opposite like about of where forty feet away. Yeah, and uh, LeBron's like. What are you doing? It's like, what and, the hell? And if you lip read, he says something along the lines of, like, I, I thought, thought we were up. Yeah, exactly. And the game's tied. Uh, ultimately, sending the game into overtime where they got just shit on. They got, yeah, yeah, they got destroyed. Uh, as soon as that <laughs> happened, though, as soon as that happened, because they got the rebound, I was like, oh, shit, don't tell me. And then, but as soon as the clock, like, ran out, and I was like, oh, I know what's going to happen now. It's over. Freaking Golden State. Uh-uh. Overtime. Uh, there. It's all. It's done. Well, I, they, I already they knew. They went up by like what? 10 I already points? knew. Twelve. They. I think they went they, by a lot. Yeah, they outscored them like what was it like fourteen or seventeen or something to like seven in the overtime. I'm like, what the heck, dude? Like, there's yeah. no way. <laughs> there's no way. They got. I mean, I'm no professional athlete, but I mean, as far as criticizing J.R. Smith, like it's the most important moment of the game. Like you should be aware of the situation, and I I hate to hate on him because. Lord knows, if I were in the same situation, I probably would have done the same thing, if not panicked even more. But uh, it just, I don't know. It makes me start wondering, like, of all those times that, you know, I've had the similar situation, but, you know, nobody really cares because I'm not in the spotlight where, like, <laughs> millions and millions of people are watching me. But, like, how do you respond to this situation? It's like, obviously, for the Cavs, they should have played their hearts out in overtime, which they didn't. But it, it's obviously, like, a moment where you're just angry with, like, obviously with yourself and with your teammates – yeah, but I mean, it's like if once it's already done, it's done. I mean, you can't do nothing about it. I mean, you can think like, oh, shoot, I should have done this or I should have done that. But, you know, and ultimately you did not do it. But whether you say that or not, it's still going to affect you and the way you play or the way you act. Like, no matter what the situation, like, if, like, 
something like that happens, like it's going to affect you regardless. Like, I think there's no way to just be like, oh, whatever, what happened, happened. Like, you're still going to be like. I mean, you got to, I mean, look at it in their shoes. I'm like, yeah, we lost the first one, but you know what? We get to play another one. How often does that happen in your lives? Like a J.R. Smith moment. And I understand like the appropriate response to it is what Matthew said. Like, you know, what happened, happened. And we put that in our past. But how often do we actually like live that way? That's what I'm saying. I I think it still affects you. Yeah, I think everybody's right <laughs> i think yeah. it, you, it affects you but and i think you have to like let it go but at the same time within that same like moment or in that same like situation where you let it go you have to like let it say it's like a mistake right because i guess successes and failures is like you still gotta like look at success like you look at failures like you gotta learn from stuff even though you're like you're successful right but like for like failures or for whenever you're lost track of something you're not paying attention or something whatever you in that second that you in that moment that you let it go you also have to almost like let it fuel your future self or like your future actions so it's like i'm not gonna do this again i remember what that feeling was i remember uh how my boss was yelling at me i remember how teammates were yelling at me i remember whatever and i'm not gonna do that no more and i'm gonna be better and i'm gonna like it fuels like your future efforts and like your future actions like I don't think you need to like completely throw it away, but like that piece that you take from it should also kind of like inspire you in a way. I agree. I think that's how, I mean, that's the appropriate way is that like, I feel like you never should fully like let things go in a way. Cause I feel like you take that and you use it. Like what you were saying, like yeah. you have to use that to like, like push your desire and your drive, like even more to work harder, to do better, to, you know, like you, I feel like if you just fully say like, oh, well, what happened happened. Like, what are you learning from that? I mean, I didn't I didn't say, you know, just yeah. let it completely. We're not trying to shit on you, Matthew. Okay. I was taking, like, both <laughs> No, 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 no. I'm just, I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, yeah, I, I didn't say, like, completely let it go. But, I mean, it's just, like, you can sit there and fester over it, let it change your whole demeanor towards things, but not sit there and, uh, you know, you're gonna dwell on the past then why don't you just stay there kind of thing the other side to the whole thing was uh lebron was wide open as this is true was caught and he didn't pass it to him he like i said he ran away with the ball but he dropped 51 points in this game like that's his career high in the i believe in the finals, i think right? that's just the most ever yeah. too in, well not in, in the, the finals fi- there was a few people that had more than but still dropping 51 is a lot and well, you feel he, like well, hasn't he been doing that the whole playoffs anyway he has but how do you feel if you're lebron like we're we have, the game's tied and I have five seconds or we have five seconds to win this game. Like, how how do you respond as as LeBron to that kind of situation? Like, you clearly know your teammate just just really screwed up. And I mean, in the post game interview, he didn't he vouched for him like a good teammate would. But coming into overtime, like, how do you get your team to play well after something like that happens? Shouldn't that be like your job is to somehow as angry as you probably are to, to help your team out to put that thing in the past and try to play hard for the next five minutes i just i feel i feel it's just you just gotta you know what happened you were was working or kind of working for the first 48 minutes you just gotta keep going it's almost like it never i mean i I know it's easier said than done but you almost just have to okay like just that quick in that moment you have to just let it go i I mean he's he's had those experiences already i'm sure i mean he's been he's been to the playoffs are the final like this is eight the, yeah, eight, eight, straight eight straight years i mean he's won three but i mean five five years going and not having anything to show for it kind of thing i mean i mean he has the experience for it i mean uh so 
this year what what may what would really make be the difference for it you know I mean I just feel like it's one of those things like you can control like only what you can control like he can't control like what his teammate did he can't control what his teammates are gonna do like he needed to focus on like okay well what can I control and change for like the rest you know what I mean like I feel like yeah it is his not I wouldn't say responsibility but like as big of a part as he obviously plays on that team, like, he obviously has the role where, like, it's up to him to, like, do something, change something, and, like, make something happen, and I feel like, I don't know, like, you can, like, he, he like I said, you can only control what you can control, and the rest of the stuff you got to kind of, like, let go. But, I mean, he is an influencer, too, right? I mean, because he is a captain, and, Well, you know, I know, that's cap- what I was saying, yeah. as big as a role his, he plays, yeah. like. I think, he also, just kind of like to go along with everything <laughs> um it's almost like you also have to be i guess because in lebron's if you're in lebron's shoes he like he is the captain or like the the the, the guy it's like basically the guy it's basically it's, half the points. it's basically lebron versus <laughs> the golden state warriors of steph and like all these other guys there's like four or five guys like the starting five against lebron basically this this series with support so, Steph. so yeah like lebron and the yeah, that, you know, Smith. yeah, and, but I think along with that, say you're going to overtime, in overtime or in that, you know, extra when they're playing uh, an extra the extra five minutes, it's like okay, well, Jr. might have screwed up, but to keep his confidence up to show that I still like am behind him and 100 percent when he's open or whenever he's cutting or whatever, I'm gonna pass him the ball. Whenever I didn't, I know Jeff Green over there shot like two percent from three. I'm still gonna pass him the ball though. You know, as like the leader, you still need to say, "Hey, I trust you guys. We're gonna do this." You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That kind of thing. Pretty sure J.R. Smith was like two of seven from the field that game. Two. Yeah, he's kind of shit too. So I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but how do you go on to game two? You know, move on to the whole finals, knowing like you're the overwhelming underdog and still perform at that high of a level. Like I would say, you I have to have confidence. I've never been a LeBron guy. Oh no, me but neither. I feel for him. I mean, he's talented. He he is a talented guy. You can't take that away from no, him. No, yeah, he but. can't. But I mean, but he's I, not the goat, though. Let's <laughs> get no. that clear. I mean, to be the guy that goes. I mean, yeah, people dump on him because he's went eight, won three. Lost but five. I mean, yeah, lost five. I mean, but honestly, he got there, right? I mean, you had you had to have the the means to get there. So I mean. How many people can say, God damn, I went fucking two times in the last two years besides, you know, Kobe, Jordan, and all them. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, how many people can actually say that? I mean, I mean, you got to have that confidence. Like, shit, I went. You know what? I'm going to try my damnedest and get my team going just so I can, you know, it's not just all about me, but, I mean, even though the press kind of makes it that way. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, the press kind of just builds uh, LeBron up, you know, like, oh, he's this guy. Yeah, he scored 51 points, but, you know, he's not the only one on the damn team. What about them? What about the other four guys that are also on the court? That's kind of been the story of the whole playoffs. It's just kind of the narrative shifted because LeBron's taken the initiative to make sure, you know, I need to put up 50 points, 40 points in order for our team to have a chance. I'm, I'm going to do just that. So it's just hard. Uh, he's probably got one of the worst teams other than, like, his first team when he went to the finals. And it's just – it's going to be a long stretch, and 
gonna be rough to watch these finals games if uh they don't play the same way they played game one but yeah those are my thoughts on the finals and on jr smith work, work your ass off can i explain that whole jr smith thing that you were talking before we started Please. I thought, I thought was, that's what we just talked about. No, mm-hmm. no, no, the that that's what that was, right? Yeah, yeah. He oh, okay. got the rebound, four seconds left, and basically had a brain fart. Basically, really, yeah, it, it's one of the bigger brain farts you will see in like sports. <laughs> I saw there was also a thing though because they said that back in the day, like when there was the Lakers and Celtics, and Magic Johnson did something similar, but it was like around ten seconds left, and he dribbled it out, and it went to overtime. Yeah, it happens. But I think the but, biggest deal about this is, you know, J.R. Smith, he was 2 of 7 from the field. He's not a super... I mean, if it was LeBron James, I'm sure everybody would be oh. really quick to forgive him. It's like, you know... Really? I think so, because he's the GOAT in a lot oh, of people's geez. eyes. So for him to make that kind of mistake, there has to be some sort of justification for it, because he's just that good. But for J.R. Smith, you know, you heard him lip-read say, I thought we were up, yeah. which everybody and their mother knew they, the game was tied. So that, that's what made that so frustrating that's for everybody. Of, that's a lot of nerves and pressure there. <laughs> I think the worst part is he said right after, I thought we were up, and that's really what you know hurt him more than anything. Like, it's easy to make that kind of mistake and be like, well, you know, I just thought we were going to win in overtime. Like, I, like, that's one way to get out of that situation, like, we were really good. We played really good. I was like, you know, let's not take this extra shot. I mean, that's really dumb, but still, like, <laughs> with him saying, we, I thought we were up, that's really what kind of hurt him. I don't know if y'all saw any of the post-game interviews, but, uh, like, they kept – I don't know. Did you watch it, Greg? I watched some of them, but then I was about to bring that up. But at the, they were, like, all confused about it, too, because then the <laughs> their head coach says – Oh, yeah, he thought that we had it already. And then LeBron said, oh, I don't know what the fuck's going on in his mind. And then JR was like, oh, I knew we were tied. He's like, no, you didn't, man. Come on. Come on, man. Well, don't I was thinking he was going to try to cover himself oh, yeah. after doing something like that. Everyone would. It's a big kick in the face kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame him for doing that, but it's yeah. just like, uh, come on, man. Like, come on, man. I think I would have just sit there and smile like I really fucked up. I already know it. <laughs> I mean, it's not a, it's not like a happy smile kind of thing. That's just how I do it. It's just, fuck. And the other thing is, like, what he did didn't necessarily hurt his team. It just cost them the opportunity to win it, like, right there. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. That's true. I mean, it's not, like, his fault, like, brought them to overtime. It didn't make them lose. Yeah, like, it's not like they were down by one. <laughs> yeah. And then he did a, oh, shit. Well, <laughs> sorry, guys. I thought we were up. They still had a chance, yeah. They had Nah, V, you you ended the game. They had that chance, and then they had overtime. But I always think everybody puts a lot of emphasis on the like last, however many minutes of a game. But in reality, if you take care of your business before, it shouldn't come down to that. Mm -hmm. So I mean, so what we're all saying is George Hill missing the second free throw. Yeah, and that's a thing too because everybody's getting on Jr. It's like, yo, man, he should have made that free throw. We wouldn't be talking about this. They Golden State would have had a chance, but then they it's on their shoulders, you know. You can't, you know. I thought there was a lane violation. There that was. was a thing, too. <laughs> Who had a lane he... violation? Was it KD? I think it was Draymond. Was it Draymond? Yeah. Of course. Yeah. What do you do? Jump in there when he no, took the He just took his a step. Was, yeah. yeah. They're not going to call that in the last five seconds. So, of the game. They don't call anything. You know how much shit would go down? <laughs> <laughs> Golly. Oh, when they mm-hmm. stop it at point zero point uh, zero one seven. On the time clock, like, do you really fucking just call that shit? Okay, but I feel like on a game that was yeah. close like that, they should have called it. I don't know. 
Not too long earlier, too. They, they got paid overtime. <laughs> There's, like, several calls and stuff. And mm-hmm. I was like, man. Everywhere. That happens every every sport. I mean, oh, yeah, obviously. I like, remember, remember the Cowboys and the – and the, Who? What did you say? Buffalo Wild Wings. You know, their commercials of, like, oh, forcing yeah. over. It was like, this is a – Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, press, like, a button, <laughs> and they're like, all right. And then, like, trip somebody. I don't, don't want to go home to my or wife. Or something. I got you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like the game can't be over yet. And they just make the most ridiculous thing happen. Right, and there's a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. There was a meme I saw. It was like uh, LeBron's face, like, you know, he's doing his hands are out. It was like uh, J.R. Smith's like, what are you doing? And it's like, J.R.'s like, oh, I was looking for Kyrie. LeBron's like, Kyrie. He's on the bus. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. Oh my god. I also saw several that Jesus. one of them, uh, it was like the thing, and then. Uh, you can see, like, he gets the rebound, and then, like, he's running to, like, the liquor store <laughs> and to get a <laughs> bottle of Hennessy, and he comes back. He's like, the we fuck? Didn't win? Yeah. <laughs> and then I also saw another one where they recreated, like, the whole thing, like, at a park or something. And they're just, like, there's these guys. And then you can hear, of course, they can hear, like, the commentary and stuff, you know, like, the audio, game audio. And then, you know, he gets the rebound and stuff, recreate it. And then it's like, J.R. Smith, he's going. And then going, and then he's crossing the streets, and he's, <laughs> I was like, God damn, dude, you're doing this dude dirty. Poor dude, dude, <laughs> I know. You know like, he's going to get shit for how you, Like, that's the thing, though, is, like, these days, like, you could do anything right or wrong, and instantly it's, like, you know what I mean? It's like, people are going to be, like, coming up with all this it's shit. Like, internet. that sucks. But this is the same dude who, earlier in the year, was crying about losing a starting job to Dwayne Wade. This like, is true. And this then you'll true. play, like, 48 minutes, and you'll put up 10 points. And two for seven of the field, like this guy. In a way, I feel like he deserves some of this criticism because of how poorly he's been performing. Okay, he deserves criticism, but there's a difference between criticism and just trashing them. Yeah, <laughs> this is true, but yeah, it's like a major. But you're in the free throw line for what two minute, a minute, minute and a half. You have a long time to think about what you're going to do with any given situation that like comes up after you miss a free throw. Yeah. yeah, but that minute comes pretty damn fast when you're in that situation. I mean, it may seem like a long time when you're just, like, standing or something like that, but, I mean... It's inexcusable, though. It's the NBA Finals. That's inexcusable because it's it's the NBA Finals. I, I don't know. I mean, like I said, we've all been in that situation, I'm sure, and we've all messed up and choked, but nobody was watching, so it really didn't matter. But it's, yeah. we'll, we'll see. I guess not today, but tomorrow. Whenever the game, whenever, yeah, whenever the game. I think it's, it's tomorrow, but I mean, yeah. Unfortunately for J.R. Smith, it's gonna happen. And I mean, if they find themselves in the same situation, you would hope they don't make the same. You mistake. think he's gonna start again? He will definitely start. <laughs> but uh, he might take the ball and run. Hey <laughs> <laughs> man, is that all right, guys? I'm gonna throw some shit on him I'm too. Leaving. If everybody else is doing it, I want to do it too. <laughs> I'm a follower. <laughs> Not really. Basketball. <laughs> Can't wait till football starts because I know shit about that. I don't so much basketball. So, are we all Cowboys fans here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does uh, mm-hmm. well, Shelby's not? Shelby. <laughs> she's a Jason Witten fan, and he retired. So that's true. So she could care less about the Cowboys. <laughs> yeah, <she's not laughs> that's so true. He's gone. So, what makes you excited for <laughs> the sports year? Made me cry. What do you mean, like? like Sports in general. Like, what sports you? do I yeah, like? Professional sports. Baseball. Well, there we go. So. Oh, that's going on right now. 
I know what's going on right now. Who do you root for? The Rangers, even though. I'm sorry. Life is rough. Wow. Life I'm is sorry. rough, but it's okay. As a Lakers fan, I understand. I definitely understand. There was, a, there was some moments there. of greatness there, and then I don't know what happened. Except, yeah. like, the Rangers are, like, in the tunnel. We can see the light. Oh, yeah. They're, like, no, in the like tunnel. No, like, the Rangers been in there for a while, though. Like, World Series. And oh, back-to-back. Back-to-back back back losses. Yeah. Oh. Hey, man. Don't get me on that. That one pissed me off. Mm-hmm. That's when I started liking the Dodgers more. <laughs> hey, I kind of like the Dodgers, but they haven't had the greatest year this year. Either. No, they're they're kind of sucking it up. But it's their bats. Their bats are cold. I'm not even a baseball fan, but I've recently gotten into just watching the Yankees, just because you know you're going to be okay. watching like home runs. Come on, man. I, I'm not a fan. I just, I mean, home. I, I thought baseball in general was just boring because it's so slow. But all the home runs. It's crazy. They're setting records, man. There's a few teams that, like, I'll watch and, like, I enjoy watching. But, like, I don't know. Like, that – I don't think any of the teams I actually really like are, like, good. that good. But it's fine. I just feel like – I just like watching a good pitcher. <laughs> this is true. Strikes. Yeah. This is strike true. Strike after strike. 90-mile-an-hour fastball. You're like, damn. I feel like, in a way, that's one thing that the Rangers are missing, like, so bad. Yeah. Like, they don't have a good closer, like, for shit. Like, none of their closers can ever, like, finish a game. Shelby, you know time I mean? to try out. <laughs> <laughs> Put me in uniform. Put me in coach. <laughs> Put me in coach. I can do it. You ever watch that movie? It's called Rookie of the Year. Mm-mm. Where he, like, he breaks his arm and then, like, Fuse is wrong, and so now his like arm, he can throw like a ninety mile hour fastball. But like, I kill throw ninety uh, miles. He ends up <laughs> he ends up hurting it again, and it like goes back to normal. But he still throws like you know you know he tried his best and he struck the guy out kind of thing. Yeah, but that's movie shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, nice way to finish the, that off. The world is not like the movies. So what you're saying is, let's all. break the arms of all the Rangers. Yes, yeah, see what happens. Maybe it's crazy enough that it might work. Hey man, you ever watch Waterboy? <laughs> what? <Damn. laughs> Hold on, that went totally somewhere else. Sorry, my bad. Finish your beer. Uh, make it worse. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy enough that I, I it might just, work. Sometimes that. beer makes you better at it. There I'm you just, go. I'm just yeah. waiting for Greg to bring up a topic. I know. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm not ready for that yet. I don't know if you're ready for that yet. I don't know. We're not just, ready for this commitment. Is, we're not, we're not yeah. Jason Tatum where we could just Fuck out of I thought we were pull talk, topics I thought, out of our ass. I thought you were going to talk about marriage again, Jesus. but okay. <laughs> no, no more um, about marriage. Nobody's there right now at this table. Um, <laughs> unless you are. Is that what that um was? Bro, I don't even, not even, hey, how am I going to talk about marriage man? going on here? No, that's like, no, sorry. Oh, okay. All right, I thought he was Indian. <laughs> that's real racist. That was racist. Uh, finish your beer. <laughs> um, That'll make it worse. Uh-huh. Chug, chug, chug. Mm-mm. I'm enjoying Go, this. How many, how many have you Maybe actually had? At one time. Okay, well, there you go. Well, I thought he was going to say today. Oh, yeah. Well, for you, how many beers have you had tonight? Uh, <laughs> we went bowling after work. Uh-huh. Oh, I want to go. And we got, as soon as it op- as soon as soon the bar opened, we started buying pitchers. <laughs> I don't know how many pitchers. We went through a lot. You know what you should do when you go bowling? What? 
Okay. Invite you? I mean that, but not that. <laughs> okay. So what you got to do when you go bowling is, like, everyone picks, like, because there's, you know, like, ten pins. Everyone picks, like, numbers between one and ten. And then whenever someone hits that number of pins, you got to drink. That's what you do. That's how you bowl. No, we just we just get the beers and we just drink them. Isn't the point of, like, drinking games that, like, the more you progress – Throughout the game, the more you're gonna be drinking. I feel like in your game, you're gonna be hitting a lot less pins <laughs> the more you we'll play this game. Just put the game. bumpers on. Not necessarily. <laughs> yeah, get them bumpers up. Like, bumpers you'll be up, hitting bro. strikes at first, and you know, drinking a lot. And then you get oh, really no, man. fucked and up. Then, I feel like and then you, you throw get... the ball, and it's not even your lane. Hey, man, we're and over the, here. The drinking's over. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? What if you get like, better no, whenever you drink off. more? I get better at like some certain games, like flip cup, beer pong, like boom cup, like. Once you start drinking, like you do, really good at boom those. Cup. I'll explain teach you. that. Real. I'll teach you. Hell really no, nah, I don't. I'm scared. Now. I'll teach you. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> hey man, we went we went crazy with some Red Bull and uh, some Jaeger. Uh, we got that cranberry uh, Red Bull. Yeah, don't fucking do that because it tastes way too good. Jaeger bombs, yeah. No, like cranberry uh, Red Bull, right? I don't like I don't like Jaeger bomb <laughs> like just a regular Jaeger bomb. You know, I like to have flavor, so it's like. It's like cranberry vodka, cranberry ding, and then Jaeger. It actually tastes pretty damn good. Put vodka, Jaeger, cranberry, and Red Bull all in like one concoction. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a horrible night waiting to happen. It kicks you in the balls and it wakes you back up. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. My go-to is Malibu and Sprite. It goes down so easy. Hell no. It's so good. <laughs> that, it does. That's it goes scary. down so easy. That is too scary because if something tastes good, you know, you just it tastes so good. You just keep going and at they're it, cheap. right? They're cheap. Oh, so God. it's like that makes it even worse. I'm telling you, that's what you got to That's how you live your life. No, it's not. It is. Matt, you live your life on the edge. But you know right? what else? I feel like if you're a girl, Ooh. if you're a girl, you never spend as much as a guy does no, you when don't. you go out. Nope, cuz hey, let me buy her. Let me you're buy like, her a drink. Get in free. Uh people buy you drinks. Yeah, cuz girls are Track the guys, and the guys are like, fuck, I'll shell out whatever you want me to. Let's go. And most girls don't have to drink as much as guys. So that's just like three things right there. Oh, man, I know. That's nice. <laughs> a girl that gets drunk off of two beers, that's like, damn, I wish I could get drunk off of two beers. Have you tried, like, Zima, no. the, like, new beer? It's, like, clear, though. It's weird. It's not, like... Flavored? It, it's, like, it's weird. It tastes like, like, the cider beers, kind of. But it's like really good, but it's clear. I tr- I drank some last night. What's it night. called? Zima, Z I M A. Look up a picture. I bought what a six pack. Oh, it's a beer. Mm-hmm, you didn't bring it. Okay, Son but I beer. drank it last night. Kidding. No, a beer it looks like piss. All right. Well, it say, you said it's clear, so this is just like another Megalob Ultra, like light beer. Yeah, it's like light, but it, it it's not like a malt beer type thing. Like malt liquor. You know what I mean? Like, you make it fun of my Megalob Ultra when you said that. I'm just saying, like Megalob Ultra is known for being, you know. Clear, kind of light. So I'm assuming this. But it's Zima. white. It's clear, clear. Like it looks like water. Yeah, it looks like water. That's Ooh, scary. Yeah, that is. is a, take that in. What's that? It's just Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's just. It was good. Uh, it's like you can take you a water bottle it. full of. Uh, well, you didn't bring any, so I can't try it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll bring it next time. Because sharing is not caring, apparently. I'll bring it next time. I'm just no, kidding. Don't. Because if I like it. I'm end up drinking it, and then I'm going to buy it, and then somebody's going to see me drinking it. You know what is weird, though? Like, okay, so my friend, 
I get ignored. One of my okay. friends. I'm listening. I'm listening. But this is another thing. So one of my friends. Pop my collar. A, there's a hair on me. Don't pop my collar. I ain't one of my friends. Out. Um, she's on like a diet, and so everything like is always like low calorie, no calories, no sugars, you know, everything. So she found this like alcohol Damn. that has. She still managed to find alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Listen, it has no like. Calories and no. Yeah. So fuck? it's it's hard sparkling water. Oh, wait, no, no, I've, I've seen that. I've so seen weird. That. And so she was like, yeah, let's Hard. drink it one day. Yeah, it's so weird. I was like, how do they make sparkling water, like, alcoholic and have, like, no, like, calories or no anything? You know what I mean? It's really weird. I drank it one day when we were day drinking out by, like, this little pool. And it was, like. I'm not the only Was one. it nasty? I, I don't like sparkling water. Yeah. But. I don't know. If you, like if you like sparkling water, I mean, it doesn't taste like alcohol, if that's what you're asking. It just tastes like sparkling water. So What's it's really weird. Th- did you feel a buzz after a few of these? Mm. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Like shit, man. That's some dangerous shit, man. Yeah. I'm just drinking water. How yeah. strong was it? Um, It was, I mean, they had like different kinds. Like there's different brands that have this or whatever. And so like it depends because some of them are stronger content, but they have like 80 calories or something like that. But still, 80 calories for that, like, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Like, how do they do that? This is 95 Entrepreneurship, man. Like, hey, man. That's exactly what you should be targeting. There's all these people with, I mean, I work in the food industry, so I know people want low calories, low carbs. Mm -hmm. So if you can find some way to put alcohol in there, you've uh, got a, (laughs) you got got a sparkling water. You'll be as rich as Jason Tatum in no time. (laughs) (laughs) Even more crazy but i haven't heard of it i mean there's 313 uh, million people in the u.s damn they have it at eskimo hut if y'all ever feel interested i think we should just uh, have a road trip or not road trip a field trip (laughs) just get grab everything and Mm -hmm. yeah come back and no i gotta drive we all know what happens when i get fucked up and drive really really fucked up oh yeah yeah Rough. We don't talk about that anymore. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we'll talk about it after we get off this. Jose will tell you all about the story about me getting really fucked. I think we've said it on here before. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. So that's why year. we're not gonna we're not gonna do it anymore. Okay. It's, it's dead. Um. Are you ready, Matt? Yeah. Let's hear it. <laughs> okay. So Jose, I was told by Chris that you have a solution. Or maybe like a plan, maybe not solution, more or less as like a plan to this whole gun violence type of stuff. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna put, put you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put Dang. you on the spot too. All right. Um, I'll preface this by saying I was drinking with my buddies one day. <laughs> and we were on uh, Fox yeah, News. Yeah, that's how a story should start. <laughs> we we just love drinking and watching Fox News and just yelling at the TV. I was gonna say like, uh, why are you torturing yourself, man? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Do you ever throw your beer at it? I've never just you? Them, no. oh, okay. I think it's just you. This is why I can still watch Fox News. I've never thrown oh. a beer at my TV. <laughs> but, uh, hey, man, yeah, this you was got like. four TVs in the house. You're all right. This was during that uh, Parkland shooting in Florida. Okay. If y'all remember that. And With that Hobbs dude, right? Is that the right one? I'm not sure. I, I don't remember. Oh, it was well. some crazy kid who said he was going to do it. Yeah. But, anyhow. I was thinking, I was like, I have this iPhone, and, you know, my iPhone already can be unlocked with my, like, face and, like, fingers and whatnot. Why can't we do that with our guns? Like, why can't we have, like, a handprint for our guns to unlock them or to, you know, make them to where they're not, like, on their safety or whatever? Like, why can't we make it a, a thing? Why, why can't some entrepreneur out there from Apple make, like, an iGun 
why don't why don't you do it i don't know how to do that like other than like taking my phone off like take the, the 3d whatever I, like viewing thing off my phone and putting it on again I, I, I don't know how to do this i just think like with all the entrepreneurship and all these smart people out there like there should be some sort of like solution to this gun problem instead of like getting rid of guns and stuff like that making it just more safe well because we have the technology right exactly. i mean it's not like it's it 1900 like it, yeah, it doesn't seem like this is impossible to do put a safety feature on your gun to where like only the person who owns it yeah has like their fingerprint and that fingerprint you see those on safety. movies and stuff like that you know i mean yeah i've heard kinda, about that yeah, right it's kind of like in the futuristic sense yeah kind of but i mean we have not maybe not seriously futuristic t- technology but i mean we have it now more than yeah, ever and it's still growing it as sim- so. something as simple as a phone then your phone is a lot more complicated than a gun this is true exactly there you go you just need a feature that if you press it i can start shooting now and yeah. if, it, if that fingerprint doesn't match and if you're not allowed to have a gun there's not gonna be your fingerprint's gonna not work on a gun so how would you like redo that or not, maybe not redo it, but how would you so that have it so that like if it it was like the actual owner of the of this like gun? Hey man, I, I said I was drinking while this happened. I, I don't have I, all I, this, I, the details. Oh, that's just my question. I mean, but I don't know. I feel like at some point, if this like plan actually ended up working, I'm not a big dude about like talking about what the government should do about this issue. But maybe the government should make it to where if you have a gun, you have to have your like fingerprint thing on there so you can lock it with your fingerprint just like yeah, your iphone your your gun would I, now become more it's really mechanized. Your gun. yeah i know it only but works it, for you it would be more mechanicalized like you know how simple a gun is right like you know you just need some metal spring and do you think that would bullets do you think that would it's so easy it's so easy to make a gun i can go out to a store pick up a pipe Make it just the width of the bullet, and then you can get another pipe that goes over that. Put a nail or something as simple as, you know, just a little piece of metal on the other end, and I can point it at somebody, hit it real hard, and that bullet will fly. So you're saying that by making my firearms and stuff with the, with the technology, or putting the technology... It's, 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 it's too simple to make a gun kind of thing, you know? So would that... I guess in essence make guns more expensive no uh, I mean kind of but the I mean I can walk around with the pipe I mean yeah so concealed and walk up to somebody hit it real quick everybody would be expecting this gun and everything like that no it's just a pipe I mean it's it's just so simple that you know if you're gonna put this on a gun and stuff like that, I mean, people think of a way around it, no matter what. I mean, no I mean, matter how true. many regulations you put it's on it. It's true that people are always gonna think of a way around it, but the, the, I don't think that means that they shouldn't be trying to regulate it somehow. I mean, I mean, I mean, you can regulate regulate guns all you want. I mean, uh, in I essence, mean, they're still there. They can still be modified. They can still. I mean, you can, you can beat the shit out of somebody and with it but in essence there someone's always gonna there's always a way around it kind of thing like even if you ban guns all the way around i mean you piss a lot of people off yeah but i don't think there's still guns out there they can still get a hold of guns 
Yeah, like, they don't do lot, it legally. A, they'll do it. Yeah. There's a lot less. But I mean, there's still guns that people can get a hold of. To an extreme way, if you implement this plan of mine, if you don't have a gun or if you don't have an eye gun, right? Um, <laughs> I mean, we're gonna basically, call it, and you have a we're gun. We're just calling yeah, it eye gun. Eye gun, yeah. And if you have a gun that's not an eye gun, that's that's you know subject to penalty because you know at some point I feel like we all have phones and like I understand it's in a sense that, kind of gun control to have a that also I mean any technology can be controlled via wireless so what's stopping the government from getting into those and stopping it completely where you can't access the gun and true or just bypassing the system entirely you know getting hacked or something yeah that could happen i mean there's a lot of possibilities that can happen like i said there's always a way around it kind of thing but i mean having an eye gun you know you're uh, the government say he they do have control of it. Now they have control of your guns. Now what? what yeah, then pe- a lot of how people much don't like that. People would be pissed off for somebody or the government or law enforcement having control of your weapons. Now, what kind of person that is a gun fanatic? How much are they gonna piss that person off? Uh, like I said, I don't know the technology behind it but yeah, yeah. this sort of work out someday i hope the nra has control of the mechanisms to have complete control of guns because they will never deactivate guns you know no. the nra no yeah. i think that would be the safest place to put that kind of technology in their hands yeah. but i don't know i feel like getting rid of guns isn't the answer no, oh, no. i mean especially here in texas we know how people feel about yeah. that yeah but you, you we got to do something about all these killings man like i know one day we're gonna have kids and we're gonna send them to school and if, it's scary. Yeah. You think you're sending them to a safe place? You think, and then all of a sudden, it's not true. And then you end up on the news, so. But, I mean, what's the... Okay, the person that did shoot up, you know, they caught him, right? Yes. They yeah, caught well, him, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So... What were what were their reasons behind the shooting? I think they were bullied or something, and he was just a weird kid. I feel like that's how most of the shootings are, but okay. What I'm about to say may piss you off, but I mean, you know, it's just it's just the thought behind it, you know. So they were bullied, right? Some of them say they were bullied, you know. And then there's the person who, you know, I just wanted to do it. Okay. So, the person that was bullied and stuff, you know, they didn't get their way. Is it is it more the part of you know people to say they uh pissing me off, man? <laughs> what? I can't concentrate. Like, okay, you know, then just... go. I'm sorry. I keep on moving my <laughs> I'm hands. Sorry. I just got a dip. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's all. Uh, Matt has it in his pocket. <laughs> wrong I'm kind of kidding. dip, bro. All right, well, it was a good chat, and I'm sorry I had to interrupt midway. No, you're your good. Thing. But, yeah, got to head out to work. But uh, probably join you guys again sometime. Yeah, man, for All sure. All righty. Adios. Okay, go ahead, Matt. Okay. I guess this is more to y'all now. Um, That, you know, is it is it the – people at school's fault or do you think it would be like the parents fault for babying the kid too much 
I know there's I'm, there's extremism where a kid was got beat beat up, you know, and you know bullied to a real extreme. But I don't think that you can put like an entire like it's this person's it's the parents' fault or entirely it's the kids' fault. You know what I mean? Because every situation is going to be different. Obviously, yeah. like you said, like there are extreme cases where things happen. Um, but I mean, I get what you're asking. Like, is it because the child was so sheltered that they don't know like what real bullying is and they don't know like how to handle situations like that? Is that what you're asking? Kind of like where a kid, you know, say someone made fun of them or, uh, I don't know the last one. Well, I can't remember where it was. Oh yeah. San Antonio. Or something like that, where the kid. I think it was like Houston area. But yeah. I mean, yeah, that's over there down in South, the South he, Texas. Uh, some were saying that you know the kid was bullied. Some were saying that you know he was waiting for a girl that rejected him, and that he was also creepy towards her kind of thing. You know, I heard I heard two different things. You know, he yeah. bullied, and then I also heard that he was mentally ill. Everybody has their Every, own perspectives, yeah. but like. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, um, I think it's safe to say that everyone, everybody has been um, subject to some form of bullying or being made fun of in their life. I think that there's no one person that goes through um, middle school and high school and never experienced any type of negativity like that. You know what I mean? Um, But I think also that someone who is maybe mentally ill or has something a little like off in them, obviously they're not going to know how to handle that or um, be able to handle it in the same ways that other people are. Um, I'm not trying to give an excuse, obviously, to people who would go in and shoot up a school, but like I think that's why maybe there just needs to be more like even if it's not – you know, even if gun control isn't the solution, there needs to be something in place within the school system or within certain things that people can actually be paid more attention to and get help um, when they are being bullied. Because, like, school counselors and stuff like that, like, yeah, they're good, but, like, do they really always serve the purpose that they're supposed to? And then is it the school's responsibility or, like you said, is it the parent's responsibility to see that their child is going through something or see that they're acting strange or weird or there's something not quite right and is it the parents responsibility to pick that up and say okay well we need to be pro or yeah proactive about fixing things and fix them you know before things could get to that point but then it's i mean sorry i'm i know i'm going on about this but no this is what i was wanting but then it's like at the same time no parent um or no person is ever going to look at a child and believe that they're capable of something like that until it happens so. Especially parents, they'll say, I guess along those lines, they'll also say, look at their child. Because the majority of the parent, or parents of kids will always have their kids more or less on a, not pedestal, but they'll have them like in high regard. So mm-hmm. when the school or uh, counselors or whoever, the official or whatever, they'll mm-hmm. be like, hey, um, your child ex- is exhibiting these you know signs or like yeah. these tendencies and stuff. And you're like, we think, you know, it should, you know, get what it, you know, whatever they suggest. And then the parents would be, um, oh, no, not my child, yeah. you know, stuff right. like that. Or not, I'm not saying everybody would be, oh, some, yeah. some will be like, oh, they know what they're talking about. Okay, cool. Yeah. But then the other side, it's people. always like, hey, I mean, they don't want to, uh, it. that's my kid. No, mm-hmm. it's no, I don't think so. And you know? then you have to think about, like, what about the kids whose families just don't care? 
Like, they don't care what they're doing. They don't care if they're, you know, like, it's sad to say, but there are so many, like, children whose parents just don't care or they don't pay enough attention to realize stuff like that. You know what I mean? So Why would you have kids? (laughs) I know, but that, I mean, they they do, and those kids are out there. So, like, especially then, they don't have the guidance. They don't have, you know, probably if they've been in that home environment their whole lives, they probably don't have the mental stability that they need to have. Um, that probably means that they don't fit in at school because they don't know how to work with their social skills because social skills are developed at a young age with family. Like, that's where they're first developed. And so, and you know, the people that are closest to them. So when they get to school, they're not going to have the social skills. They're not going to fit in at school. They're not going to, then they're going to be bullied. It's a lot of things that can add up and, you know, create this type of person that would do something like that, you know? So, I mean... To some degree, like, yeah, guns, I think they should be monitored somehow because, like, this needs to stop happening. But at the same time, it's not just the guns. It's the people, you know, like, who are brought up like that, who are put in these situations, who get their mind to where, like, doing something like that doesn't seem crazy. And it doesn't seem like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean. But, I mean, okay, so you... Um, you know, big one is, you know, guns. It's because, you know, guns cause a lot of harm mm-hmm. in, a, in such a small environment. You know, one gun can upset the balance of every everything. Now, you know, what, what if a kid walked into a school and he had an axe? Would it still do, would we still hear it on the news about it, though? I think we would. I, I mean, mean, guns you obviously get more attention because yeah. people say, oh, well, see, this is why guns are bad. Yeah. And they're going to bring it up to the forefront and say, well, this is why guns are bad. And this is why we need to get rid of guns because it's such a big issue. And because it's such a hot issue right now, yeah. people are going to bring that to the forefront. Do I think we would still hear about it? Yeah. But I don't know that it would be to the same degree level. Yeah. I also think that. What are you saying? Like an axe or something? Like an axe or a knife, knife or, <clears throat> you know, because or a sword. It has al- a sword. I think it also depends on like the injury slash body count because mm-hmm. then just I'm not and I'm not I'm not trying to because of course there's no comp- a knife is a knife and a gun is a gun right yeah. or, or an axe or blade whatever is. You know, somebody's coming at you with a knife. What are you gonna do? I mean, yeah, you that's true. Run, right? Yeah, exactly. Okay, if somebody, I mean, you can run from a gun. So, but I mean, but, but it, it, yeah, it also depends on what kind of gun exactly. and stuff, like the, the range gun is and stuff, be a lot higher injuries with the gun. and stuff. Exactly, so yeah. it also depends on. So in in that kind of respect, I would say that also would kind of because then you know you come in school with, yeah, let's just say like a knife, something a little bit you know you can just kind of carry in your pocket or something or your backpack or something you can all of a sudden you stab one person and it's like oh and then there's everything and you're gonna be walking around trying to stab people you're gonna have people try like tackle or whatever it is how whenever you're you're just gonna put yourself in danger i mean it's it's, it's the same with the gun i mean a gun if you're aiming at a head or a vital organ which is the chest part you know you're gonna you're gonna kill them yeah. And I, yeah, because I mean, I feel like a knife, you never see anyone saying, like, oh, I'm going to go confront and try to fight the guy with a gun. But if someone has a knife, you're going to think you have a fighting chance. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's I feel like, yeah, and more people are going to, like, there's going to be more of a struggle. It would take a longer time to kill someone with a knife. I mean, sorry, like, this is bad, but it's true. And so, like, that does mean probably the body count, like you were saying, Greg, wouldn't be as high and things wouldn't be the same. So, like, yeah, that's one reason why, like, gun incidents are, 
I guess, a lot more like brought up to people's attention. But I also think a lot of it is because of how like big media has made it and how big like different people have made it. So like, obviously they're going to bring those stories to the forefront and say that guns are bad. But I think that yeah, guns do need to be like regulated, but like I said, it's not just the guns. It's it's the people and the environments that they're put in and not being able to have what they need to like thrive. Thrive, exactly. And and kind of grow up and know that they have people that are going to be there for them and have like a stable environment and just some sort of stability cuz people who do stuff like that, they're not stable. So guns yo but i mean this uh, has been like kind of a heavy like topic yeah, yeah. i mean because it's, we've it's had just everywhere it's just we've everywhere. had so many things Shooting and i just and stuff like that it kind of i just picked up um I, I, it's 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 bad because <laughs> i'm kind of to the point it, i'm tired of it being not that i'm tired of seeing like okay like i guess obviously but i'm tired, tired i'm tiring of hearing it because I feel like that's just not a thing. It Nothing's shouldn't be a thing. Done about it. And I then mean, you see, really and that's what I'm saying. Even I mean. like those kids from like the park, like from Florida, like whenever they did this, they had like that whole like rally or whatever. And then there's you know, like different parts. Okay, I'm not saying to. I'm not. I'm not saying that 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 this is the right idea to like, you know, like do riots or nothing because you know then violence, you know, more violence mm-hmm. or whatever. But I mean. And I'm not saying to listen to every single one, but these kids in, um, and these that were put in these situations, I feel you know at least consider some of the stuff that they're saying. Yeah. And then, then it's not to me also too, to me also it's also a thing that. Uh, what was I gonna say? <laughs> it's also a thing that sometimes people will put it like out of their mind. Say just for instance, like that town over here in Texas. Like, oh. That's in Florida. That's in over there and stuff. And then, like, the next day I go to school, what happens? Mm-hmm. And then they don't think about stuff that can they can change or what we can do until it happens. And exactly. then I think that's bad. Like, I, I mean, I put this on Facebook on his Carl Brown's Facebook. Carl. You know, he, he Carl. Po- he posted something all about this and stuff like that. And I was like, I was like, well, you know, sorry, but the world is reactive, not proactive. No matter what you, whatever anybody says, the world is reactive, not proactive. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason why he w- and then he was all like, "That's why there's regulations." And I was like, "Well, you know, there wouldn't be regulations if shit didn't already hit the fan." Sorry, this is like kind of a a, a subject shift, but it goes off of what you just said about like the world being proactive. Uh, I mean, sorry, reactive instead of proactive because. This is something that I kind of hold close to me is that like people, our generation especially does not care about the environment, does not care about stuff like that. Well, you know, people want to say global warming is not real or this isn't real. Okay. Even if it's not real, that doesn't change the fact that like we are worsening the world for our future generations, but we don't care because like Greg was saying about the gun control issue, like it's not happening to us. So we don't think about it. We push it away. But it is going to be an issue for, like, generations to come. So, like, we don't realize how big of an issue it is. And we don't want to do something to change it because we're reactive. So once bad shit starts happening to us, then we're going to realize, oh, we should have done something to change it. You know what I mean? I mean, I think that's every generation before us, too. They did the same thing. 
but there have been like bigger i think pushes um i think right now we're kind of now going up at an up yeah exactly but like i mean it's it's kind of it's being brought to the light it know? is but d- think about like but people are trying to smother it think about the people that like just don't care like you know like looking at like our group of you know people that we hang out with think about the people you hang out with or the people you work with and think about like how many of them like probably just don't care like litter stuff all the time they don't care they think oh it's just a little piece of trash but that piles up because everyone has that mentality and that's what drives me crazy sorry that's like my own personal rant but i just feel like that's that's one of the big things that bother me because like that's that's an issue that i think people don't care about because they don't think it's ever gonna be like affecting them personally you know what i mean and and uh, that's just how the world is i mean we've always been brought up me i'm just gonna worry about me it's all about me right i don't know i i I don't know you take care of yourself before you take care of everyone else right that's most of how the world goes (laughs) i mean i'm not saying you personally do that but I'm just saying, you know, just look at everybody and how, you know, we're going to, I got to take care of myself before I can start taking care of other people. Yeah. And I mean, the world, the world, the world has made some pushes, you know, we're doing fucking wind, wind turbines, you know, they put them out in the ocean, mofos are big, but I mean, you notice that drilling's got a lot heavier too. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's the world, like I said, reactive instead of proactive. I mean, the the way we're going right now, we will need two worlds to sustain us. Two Don't, Earths. Do you ever think about, because um, this was something that was brought about. I had this conversation with um, some people that I have in one of my classes or whatever. And they were talking about how like areas like ours and like you know the panhandle that's so flat and so like plain i guess that we suffer the most um with like environmental issues because people see like the rainforest and see stuff like that and want to protect it because it's so beautiful like they want to protect what they see as beautiful but like areas like ours people don't look at it and say like oh it's so beautiful you know what i mean it's the plains there's nothing yeah. and so we suffer a lot from drilling and suffer a lot from stuff like that because buildings. and buildings because people they don't they don't care to preserve what they don't see as like aesthetically beautiful yeah yeah i i, I believe that is true like uh but i mean we do still have our you know protective places because you know species that are going extinct like the is it the horny toad Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a horny toad. You know, you can't build on any place that has a protected species on it and stuff like that. But, uh, yeah, I I agree. Like, you know, the panhandle is beautiful in its own way, but no one's really going to see it that way. Like, the rainforest is gorgeous. Like, I want to leave the panhandle to go watch, go look at the rainforest or... Arizona to look at the waterfalls and stuff like that. Uh, I think of this place is shitty kind of thing because <laughs> it's flat. Yeah, so there's my perspective. You just explain well I how I feel. I just feel like that's my own personal like mindset and rant about like this issue in particular. Yeah. We're getting really political today. 
environment. I don't like the environment. You do or you don't? I do. <laughs> of course. I mean, I like to hunt. I like to fish. I'm not going to sit there and destroy it. I mean, I, I get sad every time I go to Lake Meredith. Yeah. Because. What is water, it at? Huh? What's the water level at? I think it's at 80 feet now. Really? Yeah. It's pretty. It's kind of. It's gone up. But every time I see it, it's like, man, the lake used to be up this high. Mm-hmm. It used to be like 130 feet. Yeah. Now it's not. And I cry a little bit. And then I cast my rod out, and then I wait for a fish to come by. And then you drink your beer. No, I don't like drinking when I'm fishing. Clouds the mind. It does, like, when you when you have your rod out and you're just sitting there watching your rod, thinking about life, you just sit there and just, you let your thoughts run. Don't let them run too deep, because then you'll get sad. <laughs> you I really feel like I can't do that, because I'll tar- start overthinking a lot of shit. Yeah, you might overthink stuff, but, I mean, it, get, it, gets, it clears your mind sometimes. Like, me, it clears my mind. Like, even if I don't, if, even if I don't catch one, you know, it's like, man. Today was a good day. Today was Clear a good my head. day. I like to, that's when I go for a drive or something like that, too. Like, if I can't go fishing, then I'll go for a little drive. Clear my head. Deal with things as they come. That's how I think it. I got the whole thing of, you know, it happens, it happens. Just let it go. Kind and of it thing. is what it is? It is what it is. There you go. Shelby, that is my catchphrase. Do you have a catchphrase, Shelby? No. <laughs> I don't. Think about it. it. Think about it. Think about it. Do you have anything that I really say like that? I don't think so. I'm going to be really paying attention now. I know she says the a lot. The? The. I think everyone says the. I know. I was just being, you know, (laughs) real (laughs) not being specific. Finish your beer, Matt. So, like, what is she doing? Uh, Like, or whatever. Like, what do you like about her? Oh, I like the way her hair looks, and I like the way she holds a pen. It's like, what? What do you? That's the thing she's doing right now. Exactly. Kind of bullshit, kind of thing. <laughs> just, just saying this out there. I'm I'm gonna start talking to Sydney's friend, Cindy. All right. Well, you're kind of drunk now. No, I'm just kidding. No. Do you, Shelby's, do you like Shelby's seen me when I was drunk, off my ass, literally falling out of a chair. I saw the aftermath of when you were drunk. Yeah, but you didn't see the beforehand. Shelby did. Kind of wish she didn't. <laughs> Doing a lot of fucked up shit. All right, man. I'm, I'm starting to get in this. Don't. <laughs> I don't want to. Somebody, somebody, take the mic. I'm starting I to say. I think that's uh, all we're gonna do yeah, for this okay, week. Okay, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was waiting to see what the fuck you else you're gonna say, but okay. I don't <laughs> want to get. Gonna... I don't want it to get in my feels, bro. There you go. So uh, we'll stop there. Um. Yeah, we'll stop. But uh, thanks for listening. If you made it this far, you're a trooper. Praise <laughs> Jesus. If you don't like politics, this podcast was not for you. Praise <laughs> Allah. Um. Yeah, so make sure to like, subscribe, comment, share everything to do with yeah that. 
Um, tell your friends. Tell your mommy. Tell tell your brother. Tell your sister. Your great uh, we have a phone number. It is 806-370-0174. Yeah. Nailed it. Um, but yeah, and we'll be back better than ever next week. Make sure to check out. Lady, Bye, guys. Ladies, Greg is single. <laughs> <laughs>